Today, I am going to straight up just give you my standard operating procedure for when a client passes away. Why? Well, number one, because the efficient advisor community on Facebook voted that they wanted more examples of systems and processes that we used in my practice when I was scaling the business. And two, because I want to show you how simple it is to create a standard operating procedure and how you can create one for literally everything. I know the death of a client seems kind of like a morbid example, but let's be real, this happens to every advisor. Your clients pass away. And because you're listening to this podcast, I know that you are the type of advisor that really cares about taking care of your clients and showing up for them during really tough times. And the other day in our group coaching program, just a couple weeks ago, an advisor mentioned, you know, that I just need to figure out a way that when a client dies, I can love on that family better and I can be more consistent with that. Like I go into it with all these really good intentions, but then of course life gets in the way and I get busy and I kind of forget. So I had a light bulb moment when the group requested more systems and processes. I thought, you know what, this might help give you a framework to work off of, not just for the death of a client, other SOPs that you might want to create and execute in your team. So sure, I'm just going to straight up give you the SOP and you can go modify it, customize it for yourself. But I'm also going to just talk about kind of the what, why, and how when we would create an SOP in our practice. And I want to show you how simple it is. You guys, it's so simple to create these things. And then I'm going to have an ask for you at the end to try to commit to creating one or two a month. So by the end of the year, you've got 24 standard operating procedures that you can train on and delegate and never have to do again. And know that your client experience that you're trying to create is going to be carried out consistently. I know you're here because you know it's possible to have an abundance of energy left over for your family and still have your dream business. You know the business that you are running instead of it running you. If you're new to The Efficient Advisor, hi, I'm Libby Grywe. I'm glad you're here. And I built a 100% referral-only planning practice and grew it to seven figures as a solo advisor all while working just three days a week and taking off 14 weeks a year to lean into being a mom, a wife, a friend, a sister, a daughter, and frankly, a travel-obsessed human. And I'm here to walk alongside you and to show you how to do exactly the same and to help you take immediate action on the most important strategies for scaling organizing, and creating less stress and overwhelm in your business. We're about to transform your practice, so let's kick overwhelm to the curb and reclaim your focus. It is time to take that one right next step to build a business and a life that you love. So let's dive in. Okay, so today we are talking SOPs, Standard Operating Procedures. It does not sound like a very sexy topic, (laughs) but I love when you take the time, when you carve out the time to actually craft something with intention and you do it once and you can reuse it and give tasks away like a boss. This is a standard operating procedure. 
to its core. (laughs) Often as busy advisors and business owners, we just, I don't know, we fly by the seat of our pants for things like this and think, oh, you know, oh, I had a client pass away. Oh, I should send a card. Oh, you know what? And I should try to call and just say hi in a couple of months. And you know what? Let me put in a reminder in my system and I'll do that. And oh, you know, wouldn't it be nice if I sent another card maybe around the anniversary or maybe did something special at Christmas? Or maybe you've looked back at an experience like losing a client and thought, man, I wish I would have done that better. I wish I would have been more organized or I wish I would have, you know, really thought that through or, you know, wow, I remember writing, you know, Betty, that really great card. What, what did I write in there again? Well, when those things occur, it is time to create an SOP or even better, have someone on your team create the SOP for your approval. And what I mean by SOP is something triggers the need and then your team has a detailed plan of action that follows a repeatable, consistent plan. And that's, that's truly the goal of an SOP is to put the effort in once and then have it become part of the practice DNA and something that you can give away, you can delegate, and you know that it's going to be executed exactly how you want it because you took that time, you thought about it, you intentionally crafted it, you wrote the words down that you wanted in there, and now it's complete. So let's talk about the SOP that I'm straight up giving you guys today. It's in a Word document. That is editable. Yep, because I don't think you should have to recreate the wheel. I'll tell you at the end how to get it. It's super easy. And, you know, I used to hate when I would go to conferences and, you know, these speakers or I'd go to workshops and they'd give these like amazing ideas, just like, you know, really, really good stuff. And then I'd get back to my office and be like, okay, well, I have to like build that from scratch. You know what? I'm just going to put that on the to-do list. And it's really ends up just long-term on the list of good intentions. So when I started the Efficient Advisor back in 2016, my commitment was, you know, I'm not going to ask you guys to recreate the wheel. If I have something, I'm just going to share it. I, what's the point in explaining it to you and then not giving you the chassis to build your own upon. So anyways, that's just kind of my, (laughs) that's kind of my MO as I, as I do the efficient advisor is really, you know, you don't have to recreate the wheel. Okay. So let me walk you through this. It's not rocket science. So this SOP episode isn't going to be like mind blown. And as much as I want you to just take this and copy it and make it your own, what I really want you to think about is all of the other circumstances in which you might want an SOP. Remember, I'm not trying to create a bunch of Libby replicas doing it exactly the way that I did did it. You know, I promise the world is not quite ready for a million Libbies. But instead, I just want to give you some inspiration and give you a very specific example to see how these different systems can be used in your business. So basically what we have here is a Word document. It's editable. I mean, you can save it as a PDF, you do you, but really what it is, it's very simple. And I think when you open it, you'll be like, wow, I I don't know what I was expecting, but maybe I was expecting something more elaborate. But basically when a client in our practice, when a client would pass away, um, you know, and we had, we worked actively with their spouse or their, their children or a client, you know, that we just loved lost a sibling or, you know, just someone close to them. We wanted to make sure that we had a process to make sure that they were being loved on. So especially in this circumstance where I feel like 
you know, when, when someone passes away or something traumatic happens, you know, your community is there for you and they're bringing the meals, they're, you know, doing the things, they're checking in on you. And over time that tends to fade. So what I wanted to do is to make sure that we had a system to really deliver the client experience that we established in our office, which was really more about just being really caring. We really wanted to love on our clients in this experience and really kind of wanted to be the ones that were still there for them, you know, when all of the the hoopla and attention sort of started to fade away. So what you'll see on here is kind of step one, that once our office was notified or a client mentions something in a meeting, immediately they would receive a sympathy card. So if, if it was an A or B client, then we would trigger flowers being sent to the funeral or to the, um, you know, to the funeral home. And I have on here then the very specific language that I would want my team to write in the card. And it just says, we're so sorry to hear about your loss. Our thoughts and prayers are with you and your family during this difficult time. And we had a specific card that we would send out for, you know, this round one. And also immediately my team would go and start building out the tasks for all of these actions. So three months out, they would receive, the client would receive a phone call from me and um, my team would go ahead and just schedule it on my calendar for me so that it was part of my day. And it wasn't just, you know, one of those things lingering on the to-do list that happened at the end of the day. It was actually very intentionally part of the calendar. And also at about three months out, we would do a surprise and delight. So we would send, there's this four pack from Cheryl's cookies called sunshine cookies. And I have a very specific language of what we would put um, in Cheryl's website. So Cheryl's is a uh, Columbus, Ohio company, and they are amazing. I don't know if they're in your area, but I would definitely check it out. Um, and you can obviously, you know, send a little note with the cookies and we have the language again, specifically written out here. Um, and the language would say, you know, I thought of bill the other day and it made me smile. I hope these cookies can bring a little quote sunshine quote into your day. Cause it was a sunshine cookie four pack. Then at six months out, they'd receive a thinking of you card. And we had a specific thinking of you card. And I have, again, the exact language that we wanted um, to use inside of that card. And then at 12 months out, sort of the anniversary time of you know losing their, their loved one, they'd get another thinking of you card. And again, we've got the language in there um, of exactly what I wanted that card to say. And then on Christmas, so then at the same time, immediately when we found this out, they would be added to our list. And we had a list of folks that at Christmas, we would then send a um, kind of like, we made it kind of pretty on like cardstock. So it wasn't like, I don't know, it wasn't something clients would like frame and keep, but it was something a little bit nicer than just like a piece of paper with a poem on it. It was something that, you know, in my mind, I always called it like refrigerator worthy that they would want to hang it on the refrigerator or hang it on their bulletin board. And often they did. And I can't tell you how many times too, we would have clients take a picture of it and post it on Facebook. And I mean, talk about um, just being an extension of your brand and being an extension of your client experience. We had a card. So basically what it was, it was a, it was a poem about your first Christmas without that specific person. You know, we'd send a card saying, you know, gosh, we know this Christmas is going to look a little different this year. And I just love this poem. And I'm, I was so touched when I read it. And I hope it has the same impact on you as you navigate this holiday season. And it was just this beautiful poem about their first Christmas. And that's it. So that was ours. 
And you might be listening to it and saying, you know, gosh, Libby, you should have done this and you should have added that. And, um, you know, something else that we like to do is maybe another surprise and delight at 18 months out or whatever. You do you. Again, the goal here is just to give you a really rough idea or just a a template or an example or a sample of what an SOP in your practice looks like. And being that this is one of the number one things you guys voted for in the Efficient Advisor community when I pulled you on podcast topics, you know, I just wanted to start finding these little simple things for you that you can implement in your business right away. And again, I just want to give you the chassis on which to do it so that you don't have to start from scratch. And this is something that it can be, you know, a one and done or it's something that you can come back to periodically and say like, okay, our business has grown, our times have changed, the type of client we serve has adjusted. Um, maybe Cheryl's doesn't offer the sunshine cookie four pack anymore. What do we want to replace that with? And you could even have it down to, this is the florist we use with this specific package and we know the exact pricing of it. Um, and like we did, we had you know the immediate cards, the three month out cards, the 12 month out cards, whatever, whatever that looks like to you. It's just going to be the same process every single time. So again, I know it's kind of weird to talk about death of a, of a spouse, but it came up recently in our coaching. And I just thought, you know, this is a really good example of something that every advisor experiences. And it's one of those things that hopefully isn't a really frequent occurrence in your practice so that when it does come up, you don't have to like think, okay, what have we done in the past? Or gosh, you know, who did, what floors did we use for that? Or, oh man, I think we sent cookies. Like what did, what did we do exactly? Now you've got it done, documented, and it can be done over and over and over again and by somebody other than you, which is lovely. Now, of course, like the phone call check-ins and things like that, that I did were obviously coming from me, but somebody else was booking them on my calendar. Somebody else was, um, you know, making all of these tasks happen behind the scenes. Okay. So that's really all there is to it. The idea is that you sat down, spent the time either by yourself or with your team to build it, to look exactly how you want it to align with your brand, to align with your client experience in the way that you like it done. And then you don't have to revisit it for a long time and everything will happen automatically by someone else. And my friend, that is how we scale. So to get this editable editable Word document, you'll want to head out to the Efficient Advisor community. I've got it in there as a file in the Files tab and it's all yours. Take it and do with it what you please. Um, If you're not in the Efficient Advisor community on Facebook, well, then this is an excellent time to join. It's a free community of advisors and their teammates. We've got a lot of operations people in there and office administrators. Um, And it's just a place to share ideas, to ask questions, to learn from each other, to share resources. And then, of course, I hang out in there and give my two cents. And there's, of course, extra content in there as well. I'll have the link for that in the show notes. So I just want to close out with an action item list. Really two things. One, join the community and download this SOP. Two, put time on your calendar in the next couple of weeks to create two SOPs like this by the end of the month. And like I said at the beginning, if you get two of these done each month, my high-powered scientific calculator tells me that you would have created 24 SOPs in a year. That is 24 things that you can train on and delegate me likey. (laughs) So I hope this was helpful for you guys. I look forward to chatting with you again next week. Same time, same place. 
Bye for now. Thank you.